Yo guys, and welcome back to Third Times of Charm. Here we are revamping a new one, old series, where we used to talk about games. I'm trying to bring that back. So welcome to the first ever episode of Games and Glory. This is something that I've had on my mind for a while. A uh, quick thank you so much for 500 listens. I never thought that I would get, you know, close to 50 listens and to have 500, it's it's kind of mad. So thank you very much. If you would like to support me, my listener support page is anchor.fm slash third. All the details will be there. Of course, you know, I'm just very, very happy to be a part of this podcast and to just interact with you guys. So thank you very, very much uh, for the support. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, Games in Glory. If you're new here, you've known that I've talked about video games a lot. And this is just something that I want to express exclusively through this show in particular. Um, I used to combine this with anime series, and I have an anime series up called Subdin, which if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. Uh, For anyone who watches anime, I think it wasn't... It wasn't what you're used to, but it's something that I do put a lot of time into, you know, writing down the episodes. So I really appreciate if you check it out. So once again, thank you very much. Now let's talk about uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead final season. It finally came out. And from what I've seen, because I haven't played the game much, but I've seen a lot of... uh, I did spoil a little bit. I spoiled the beginning for myself. Just just a tad. Just because I wanted to see the game very, very early. And I didn't have the game on hand. So the final season, it there, there's a lot of mechanic, mechanical changes to the game. Uh, it does look incredible. It, it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, they're really giving this a big bang. Of course, we're playing as Clementine and we're accompanied by AJ, which we, if you don't know who that is, uh, in earlier seasons, there was someone who was pregnant and they died giving birth to, to the baby. So, oh, mechanical changes. You can, like, the everything is just different. The way you the choices that you make are different. They're they're trying to influence you on making more impactful decisions early on. So it seems to me that they're shaping you to try to make decisions uh, so that AJ's moral compass is good enough for him to survive, but not completely just fucked as a human being. And that's just the, the way I see it. Uh, the way you walk around, it's uh, the camera's kind of fixed, so it's a little bit normal. It doesn't look all clunky. You can actually run now, 
which is a very nice added touch to the game because it was very annoying watching your character slowly progressively get to the destination into a cutscene. I just thought that was not smooth and I thought it was clunky. So I'm glad they've gotten rid of that. But yeah, the way you walk around, the decisions are very, 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 very moral based. So you have to set an example for AJ and in the beginning where it says, oh, the story is tailored by the way you play. It's more of um, that and uh, adding along to that, the child who you're raising is tailored by the way you make decisions. So you not only have to make decisions for yourself, but you have to make decisions in order to set a good example for AJ, which I think is very, very cool. First impressions, I give this a 4 out of 5, a 4.5 out of 5, just because I'm a huge uh, Telltale The Walking Dead fan. I'm a huge Clementine fan. Um, I can't wait to see how the story ends up ending. Uh, I am a little sad because I feel like they're hinting at Clementine's death. But, you know, you never know these things. Uh, I'm just super excited for the game. Uh, if you haven't played any of the Telltale The Walking Dead, even if you're not into gaming, I suggest you grab a group of friends and play it because it's probably one of the best things you could play. Uh, I wouldn't suggest, you know, get hammered. But because the story is very intriguing. But definitely play as a social group everyone can watch it's like watching the walking dead except you're more interactive in it so huge shout out to telltale i just i can't believe we're in the final season already and i can't believe clementine's sort of all grown up in a sense to where she's taking care of other people which i think is very very cool it's funny how you from season one playing as Lee and season two playing as Clem. And then there was third season, uh, which I forget what it was called. I think it was just season three. Then there was the new frontier and now there's the final season. It's, it's mad how, you know, a concept so simple can be so, powerful and influential and have everyone want to play it i'm still waiting on the wolf among us 2 which was announced but you know we haven't seen anything uh, concrete yet so as i said 4.5 out of 5 just the first impressions uh we're gonna have to see where story goes but i i, I already know that is gonna be great Moving on to, we're going to be talking about Dragon Ball Fighters. Now, this is very, 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 very big because there's a lot of stuff here. So I, I'm just going to have to laundry list it and you guys are going to have to bear with me here. First things first, base Goku and base Vegeta are now out. Um, 
I've played with both of these characters. And overall, I think Vegeta's definitely the better character. He's very, very, very strong. He has a lot of tools. Uh, he does insane level three damage. Um, insane vanish combos as well. He has a lot of options. Uh, he has a very, very good loop in the corner if you can get it off. Uh, it, it is very timing specific, but it looks very flashy and it looks super professional. So, uh, prof why did I say professional? It, it looks super disrespectful is what I wanted to say when you pull it off on a person because I know if anyone ever uses that combo against me, I might throw the controller across the room. Um, he has a command grab. He, he, he's a very good character. With that being said, uh, I feel Vegeta is not my playstyle. I feel he's more of the the uh, uh, the classic arcade style type of character, if that makes any sense. Uh, for those of you who like who like learning like all the intricate combos and all the advanced stuff, who likes doing like I don't know if you play. Excuse me, if you play any of the Goku's, if you play like Super Saiyan Goku, if you play. Goku Blue, who is now, we'll talk about him later. If you play, you know, a Gohan or something like that, something that's a, a little bit more technical, um, this is the character for you, in my opinion. Uh, I don't like uh, Vegeta just because he seems, even though he's very, very good and he's very, very flashy, he's a very setup heavy character. And like, I don't really like setup heavy characters i like to do setups but i don't like their entire kit revolving around setups he has again great tools such as his his destructo disc which you know has three different versions of it he has his uh key blast that he throws in the air which is also very very good he's just not my styles but if you pick him up and you like him, play with him because he's definitely very, very good. Now, base Goku. I think he is one of the most unique characters in the game. Um, next to Captain Ginyu and uh, Zamas. Uh, he has a charge mechanic where, you know, you can charge up uh, the Genkidama, the, the spirit bomb energy, and you can throw that energy into, you know, a combo into his level three, which is the Genkidama. And I, I think it's very, very interesting. His down key blast is really, really good, but it's very, very readable if you spam it. If you spam it and they, they see it coming, they can easily just down heavy you. It's not that big of an issue, but it is very good for setting up a lot of pressure, especially when they're on the floor trying to get up. You know, if you have um, if you have the option, you can uh, do that whole 
down key blast and keep spamming it. And as he's falling, you can call in your assist into another assist into his uh, auto combo. He's very, very, very good. Uh, his roll level, never roll level three. I roll level three uh, by accident a lot of times. That's just input errors. It's very high risk, high reward sort of deal. Where if you can hit the, if you can hit it, then you know, well done. But if you cannot hit it, oh boy, you're getting punished. His light auto combo loop is uh, it's very, 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 very annoying to deal with. But it's super, super good and it looks very cool. Uh, his level one is Kaioken mechanic. That is probably one of the most unique features in a character I've seen so far where he has different options out of his level one. And his level one scales progressively with the amount of characters who are currently on the team. If Goku's by himself, he gets he gets a level level three uh, Kaioken mechanic where he'll do more damage. He'll extend his Kaioken rush longer, and you get a different finisher. Whereas it's less and less uh, the more characters you have on screen, well, not on screen, uh, on your team. It's very, very unique. And I like this type of character because he sets up a, a lot of pressure. He has a lot of tools that he can use to get inside. And you can play mind games with your opponent. You can set up, as I was talking about, you can set up your down key blast. And as he's falling, you know, maybe you want to call in maybe like a boo assist or something. Have him, you know, constantly, constantly guessing or maybe like a Yamcha assist so that they can't move. So that way, when you land, you're safe. And if they press a button, they get punished for it. He's very, very, very cool character, very unique character. Um, he's not as strong as Vegeta by any means, by any stretch of the imagination, but he is very, very good, and he's probably he's probably decent, like above mid tier, but you know, not quite, quite top, top tier. And he's my kind of character, which I've said before. Now, let's get on to the big stuff. The second dev update, the second balance patch, which this was rumored to be mostly nerfs. Well, sorry, mostly buffs and a couple nerfs to, you know, the very, 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 very top tier guys. And you know what? They actually delivered. Um it's. I think this is a very good patch. I think right now the game is more balanced than it ever was. Uh, there's still some mechanical flaws I see in the game that happen. But, you know, that could just be my inexperience. I'm not, a, I'm not at a pro level yet, so it could just be me. But I do believe that character-wise, the game is... Very well 
balanced, except for a couple characters, which I will address. Uh, first things first, let's start off with what everyone wants to know. Bardock, nerf. Uh, I mean, the nerf helps, but he still can do what he did before. He just, you just have to do it manually now. It's a nerf, but, you know, it's not that big of a nerf. People are just going to, you know, catch on and learn how to do it manually. The same, you know, Light Rebellion, Vanish, it's no longer a thing. You can manually set it up, but, you know, people can't just randomly do that and expect to get away with it. He He's still very, 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 very strong. And people should not drop him if they had him on on their teams. He's just too good of a character. And I'm not saying that they didn't do anything, but I'm saying that it's not enough for him to like drop a tier. He's still top tier. He's still super, super good. Uh, and then the next character, Fank. Christ. Cell has finally been dethroned. His damage was just way, way, way too much. And they 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 finally put a nerf on the perfect Belland. Because anyone who played Cell was a Belland. Anyone who plays Cell is a Belland. I'm talking to you, Mike. I digress. He's still very, very strong, but he lost a lot of his ridiculous just bullshit that he could sell. He still has his perfect attack, which, you know, you bet you better know how to block <laughs> and reflect. But, you know, his damage was the main thing. He could literally do 80, 90% combos. He can oh, 100% some people in if you got hit it was uh, that was a dead character, but thank God he's nerfed. I'm happy. I'm sure everyone across the Dragon Ball Fighter community is happy. Let's move on. Will 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 will, will this change? You know, some slots. Not really. He's still a very strong character. He's not going anywhere. He's still top tier. Like th- this just made it so that he wasn't. A league on his own in my personal opinion he's still very strong but at least he's now down he's a little bit stronger than Gohan in my opinion just a little bit but he's still very good Kid Boo another one where we were just like uh, please uh, do something about this uh, his free mix up is no longer here so he's not as cancerous as he once was, but he's still a very, very good character. You know, a lot of people who got the free mix-up, I mean, tough. You're just going to have to work on your character a lot more. But that's pretty much about it. Um, now, let's talk about some buffs. Uh, those were the most impactful nerfs. Um Majin Buu. Let me just take time to address this. 
he got a buff, right? And I have a friend who plays Martian Boo, and he's he's quite skilled with Martian Boo. I I will not knock him. However, the pressure that he pushes. I never thought Martian Boo was a bad character. <laughs> I thought that, you know, his light, his, his normal attack, his normal light attacks, it was fine because he had so much other utility, he had so much tools. But now they buffed it, so now it's easier. So guess who's in my team? Martian Boo has now made it, has now earned a spot onto my team because. This patch really pushed him up the tier list. Before he was near bottom tier. Now I say he's... Honestly, I think he's above average. I think he's above mid-tier. He still has... The the problems that he had before uh, are still there. But that, that light combo where, you know, that hits... It's now... It's super useful... I know that I've single-handedly won games, not just with Boo, but because Boo can now do other stuff. I've won games because of that. I know that hands down. So, yeah, Boo does very, very well in this patch. Uh, it's just crazy how one little thing being changed uh, makes a character, brings a character up a hundred tiers. So, yeah, well done. Martian Blue players, you sh guys should be very, very happy with this. Uh, go on and do your crazy utility stuff. I sure know that I will be, and as well as learning his uh, loop in the corner. Uh, Goku Blue. Goku Blue, I haven't Okay, I haven't personally seen the effects of Goku Blue being uh, great yet, but his command grab did get a buff, and I, I wanted to try it out, but my friend, who also plays Goku Blue, shuts down my Goku Blue, so I never get to try what I want to try. But I've seen some uh, tier list, and they've said that he is probably close to being as grapple heavy as Broly and that's interesting because I play Broly and I love Broly and I love the fact that he grapples and stuff like that so having another grapple character would be absolutely great but Goku Blue is not really my play style he's very wonky however he I, I would be willing to learn him when I'm not getting pummeled by my friends Goku Blue. So yeah. His uh his command grab buff really, really, really does well for him because you can combo off you can full combo off of uh medium heavy command grabs, which is very, very useful for Goku. Obviously, more damage is good for for him. So well done. Um I don't want to talk about 16 you know they they've i don't know how to feel about this patch with 16 because i'm saying 
what I'm reading and what I've seen in this patch hasn't really translated onto gameplay unless I, I'm just doing something wrong. But, you know, they took away his old combo away from him. It sucks, but, you know, they traded that off with making his air command grab invincible to and completely not invincible uh completely anti-air which means any move he will grab out of it i haven't seen that so far maybe i'm just doing it too late and the startup frames is killing me but i haven't really punished anyone with my air grab and believe me i've tried i've tried 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 i have the most game time with android 16 and I've tried this countlessly and nothing seems to be working. I might be just doing it a little too late. And the startup frames are just completely wiping me out. But I haven't seen any significant changes. However, uh, this change is to be true. And like I start noticing it a lot more. 16 definitely does well in this patch. Because, you know, that that's huge. Uh, he got completely shafted last patch. Uh, they took so much away from him. And then I lost the auto combo. But this helps, you know. This gives 16 a little bit of that oomph that he needs to, you know, actually succeed. Teen Gohan gets a buff to his special key blast. Now the blast radius is a lot more, and it's insane. He's now, you know, decent. Uh, I've played a little bit of Kid Gohan uh, when the game was released. Uh, I dropped them because eh, I like him. He didn't seem to be surprise surprise my play style uh but i do like him a lot more now uh he's definitely something i can put on a secondary team and i feel you know th this helps him a lot like this whole this whole patch is it's giving almost everyone a lot of love um now we have uh Vigio's buff okay all right, so they buffed his counter, and I'm thinking this is complete dog shit because his counter doesn't didn't need a buff in my opinion. That's just my honest opinion. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure that they changed you know the hitbox on his down heavy because that shit is incredible he i'm pretty sure he has a bigger hitbox on his down heavy than than any of the vegetas and they all slide when down heavy so their hitbox is basically you know a quarter of the fucking screen and it gets me angry but vegeto is he was not great before, but now he's he's good. He's good to play. Definite mid-tier. Ah. 
if you haven't noticed, I really don't like Vegeta. <laughs> really don't like him. So we're going to move on to Tien. And Tien got a buff. As well as some, you know, visual changes with, you know, you can burn meters. So now he has like a little clone or a doppelganger. Uh, now the self-harm is lowered by, you know, at least maybe like 50 to 55%. So now when you do your specials, you're not half dead, which is really great. And Tien is... I've played Tien. He's he's shaping up to be a nasty character. Now, let's talk about changes I don't like. And these are like big changes that I don't like. So, Trunks. You know, they didn't nerf him, you know. But the stuff that players wanted, they just didn't give. And they gave him something, you know, meh. They gave his standing key blast a little bit more priority, which no one was complaining about the priority of his standing key blast. So, useless. Hit. I played Hit. Hit was one of my day one. I said I was going to play him because he looked very difficult. He looked intricate and he looked interesting. He looked like he could play mind games and he does. And I've very much enjoy playing hit every once in a while because uh, people will forget how to defend him and you know you can wipe at least two characters by hit by himself especially if you know what you're doing and you donut correctly I don't care what they did to hit you know it it doesn't matter to me they didn't buff his down medium and it is the only, one of his only lows that he has in the game. And it's tremendously slow. Like, to the point where I'm pretty sure it is the slowest down medium in the game. I don't understand. I, I honestly don't understand where this buff is, what buff that they did. I'm not even going to address it because... I don't see a buff. I see a lack of attention to the to the character's needs. The character needed a low. Any anything. Give me give me faster frames on his low. Just he would be so good. He would be at least mid-tier if he if he received any sort of attention. But you know, I, I'm not on the the dev team, so I can't tell them what to do. As I drink my coffee. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, yeah, Hit just didn't need whatever buffs that he did get. He didn't need them. He needed a low, uh, uh, an actual decent low, and that's not what he received. So he's basically shit. And I've put a lot of hours into Hit as well, learning, you know, his mix-ups and stuff like that and it's just disappointing to see him get completely shafted moving on to Frieza eh, they changed you know they gave him invincibility on you know on the animation for golden form 
his key blasts are a little bit faster. His normals are a little bit better. He really didn't get that much. I mean, he's definitely a bad character, but again, it's just not what you needed. Then we get to Beerus, who's probably the worst character in the game. No, 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 not probably. He is the worst character in the game. Where they they give him his balls of destruction, you know, a buff. But it's just not enough. It, it really isn't enough for any Beerus player to, like, actually compete seriously. Don't get me wrong. If you're committed to Beerus, God bless you. <laughs> like, you must have gone through trials as a child like fucking hell and lastly we have Vegeta Blue where they gave his special key blast a little bit more priority which is something that he didn't need and Vegeta Blue is not Vegeta Vegeta Blue is complete rubbish He's trash, he's trash, he's trash, he's trash. If you're committed to him, much respect for you. Because he's he's very bad. Oh, someone I forgot to mention was Nappa. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Hit didn't get, you know, a buff to his, his down medium because he had no lows. Whereas Nappa got the opposite where they gave him all every low. <laughs> Like he's he's so good because all of his options are like low, low, and low, and you you can condition someone to block low and then go for the overhead. So he's a very very fifty fifty type of character, which you know I like. He's very aggressive, which again I like, and you know he he's found a spot onto my team as well. Him and Majin Buu are kind of competing for a spot into the main squad. Because I feel like I can use utilize them and their tools and pull them off very effectively. And I think that is about it for Dragon Ball Fires. Yeah, very, very huge stuff. Uh, we had the balance patch, we had the two characters, and we had the cooler uh, announcement trailer. Where we saw the footage of him. And I just can't wait until he comes out because he looks very, very grapple heavy as well. And if he's a little bit better than Majin Buu and uh, Nappa, then I'm definitely going to pick him up. Now we move on to Tekken 7. So, Season 2 DLC was announced. And... We are guaranteed to get six additional DLC characters, and three of those were announced. Now, first we see, uh, before we get into the characters, we saw that they are changing the way you bounce against the wall, which is very huge, in my opinion. Because now you bounce off the wall back into a combo, which is probably going to extend everyone's combo. Um, 
a lot more damage is going to be able to be done. Will this make laws better again? Uh, probably not. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I feel laws needs any sort of buff to even compete. I think he's a great character for me. For anyone who's been beginning the game and they want to pick up a character, Laws, I don't think, is the right one because you'll be frustrated with uh, most of his moveset. Uh, I stopped playing Tekken, so they could have buffed him, patched him, and me not know. But from the last time I played and from what I've seen, I don't think he's that great of a character. So, moving on to We Happy Few, which is a Bioshock sort of feel game where the premise is uh, happiness is a choice. And uh, being happy, you take these pills called uh, joy. And, you know, if you skip out on your joy, then you start to see the world for what it actually is. And this takes this takes place around the World War II era, just like any other sort of like sci-fi frill kind of, as I said, Bioshock sort of game. Uh, so far, game's very, very good. Uh, there's a lot of traveling, though. There's a lot of uh, you running around. I do like the silly... Uh, the silly look and the combat mechanics. I do like it a lot. So, yeah, we happy few right now. Right now, uh, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a four point six. You know, it's decent. It's decent. Now onto one of my favorite franchises. <sighs> Don't nod. has announced Life is Strange 2. Now, if you like Telltale games, such as, you know, The Walking Dead, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, um, Game of Thrones, this is a similar style, except a lot more story-driven. No, no, no. That's the wrong word. It's a lot more... uh, It's a lot more game than just choices but choices are a huge element to it and from the from the teaser well the obviously the full trailer is out now as well as the first 20 minutes of gameplay which i did see um from the teaser uh i heard i broke down that okay it's in the viewpoint of a cop and it's in Seattle, and he he's driving about doing his rounds, where he calls in a ten ten. If you uh, know what a ten ten is, uh, it's actually police code for fight in progress. Uh, he goes out, and he gets sent back, as well as the car gets sent back. And f- from what that told me was that. Uh, the Life is Strange sort of superpower element is back. And that got me very excited. 
especially when I saw the first 20, 20 minutes of the game, which the powers are back. I'm not sure if we're going to have a time mechanic. I don't think we are. And there's a couple things that I, I, I want to say. One, obviously from what I've seen, we're not playing as Max. I know everyone loves Max. Um, we're not playing as Chloe either. We're actually playing as a brand new character. So that's the first realization that I've made is that, you know, we, we might not see Max uh, ever again. And that saddens me, but, you know, I understand uh, developers' choices. The second thing that I've realized is if this, if this game does have a lot of superpowers as well, I believe that the ending where Chloe lives from the first Life is Strange is the ending that actually happened. Now, what am I basing this off of? Right. So the whole game was, you know, the butterfly effect and there was a lot of uh, symbolism with Max being the, the doe and Chloe being Chloe being uh, the butterfly. The one thing that changes constantly. And Max's powers are really based off of that where she she saves Chloe by re- somehow triggering uh, her own latent ability to rewind time. Now, I believe that these sort of things are like a trigger. Like, the whole game, Life is Strange, The even the title, down to the title itself, I believe that there has to be a certain event, you know, that is like kind of like a borderline. I, I know in the first game it's where Chloe's Chloe's about to die, but there has to be some sort of traumatic event that could go either way for an ability to trigger. I believe that Don't Nod Entertainment is actually creating a universe and you know, maybe we will see Max in the future, but for now, we're meeting other people with other abilities. So, I'm really hoping that this all goes to the same place. Like, I know that uh, Max and Chloe actually left Arcadia Bay and the tornado basically ran through the sea. So I'm I'm hoping that these new new characters, Daniel and oh my god, I forgot his name. I've forgotten his name. Is it Luke? Lucas and Daniel? Uh, that's besides the point. Well, we will we will learn as we go on, but I believe that these new characters, 
are going to end up at the same place that Max and Chloe have ended up. And I, I, I'm really back in this theory that they all uh, live, that Chloe lived, that Max did not sacrifice Chloe. Oh, I, I just can't wait for this game. Ah, <sighs> well, that's that. That's it, in it. Thank you very much for listening to me. Thank you so much for five hundred listeners, or five hundred listens. Uh, the the amount of support right now is mad, uh, and we're only growing a lot more stronger. As I said, if you would like to support me further than just to listen, my listener support page is on anchor.fm slash third. You can find all the details there for subscriptions. So yeah, if you can do it, become my subscriber. Yeah, it helps me out a lot. And I definitely appreciate it. And it motivates me to put a lot more effort into this, into these podcasts. You know, uh, whatever I get from Anchor goes straight back into this. So thank you so much for listening. Remember, once bitten, twice shy, but third time's a charm. I'm your host, Ghost. Remember, take care, God bless, and peace.